0: On this episode of the podcast, we talk to Eagle Precursor. He's one of the founding members of Infection Hub. He's got about 14,000 subscribers and growing on YouTube. He's also had numerous world records in infection with the highest number of kills in a game. He was one of the first people to get to 152 within the first nine months of Halo 5. An absolute grinder. And I can't wait for you guys to get to learn a little bit more about him. Let me know if you enjoyed the podcast at the end. All right, guys, hey, it's Liam of and here. We're back with another episode of the podcast. Today, we have a follow-up with our Infection Hub boys. We have uh, Eagle Precursor, or Precursor, sorry, or Jordan. Uh, we'll let you give you a bit of an overview of yourself. Why don't you introduce yourself?
1: So, uh, my name is Jordan, or Eagle Precursor, and uh, I do Halo videos on YouTube. And I also, I'm a software developer. Uh, I write. I work for a company right now making websites and I've built my own website, which is eagleprecursor.co.uk, Awesome. Which is a leaderboard for Halo 5 infection.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really want to talk about that as well because I was having a look through it. And uh, I suggest everybody that's watching this straight away, go and have a bit of a look at it because it's uh, it's already looking fantastic. But you are mentioning you want to do a bit more work on it before we get to Halo Infinite as well.
1: Mm, yeah, so right now the leaderboard on it is um, kind of hard-coded. So it would only work with Halo 5 infection data. So I've built a... Mm. It's hard to explain in a non technical way, but I built a leaderboard that will work for any data. So I can make a leaderboard for Halo Infinite, any other game, maybe, and anything within Infinite. So, uh, infection stats, as well as like infection records and anything else, really. Like, even if if there was like some tawny integration, I could do like a tawny leaderboard or something like that. Like, it's going to be incredibly
0: powerful, and that's basically why it's taken so long yeah that's awesome so and when did you start it you said around 2018 was it
1: Uh, yeah there was a bit of a learning process because uh to be fair like a lot of the time in uni like at the very start of uni a lot of people say like um that they know a lot more than they do Like I knew that I wasn't like amazing at web development, but I thought I was a little bit better than I was. So I have spent like a long time actually trying to figure out what the heck I was meant to do. I think I've got a pretty decent idea now. So there was a lot of me like repeating stuff, iterating over the same ideas and just finding out like, this is how I actually want to do this. And now it looks really good.
0: Yeah, awesome. And uh, okay, give me give me a bit more of an overview of the gaming side of things for yourself. When did you first start playing games? And was it has it always been Halo? Did you start with something else when you were younger?
1: Mm, I started with Sonic, which is uh, Sonic Two on Sega Mega Drive or Genesis in the US. Uh, loved it because I don't know, I was like. Uh, probably uh, maybe eight or seven. I was so young that I didn't even know anything about it. I just went to school and was like, who's that guy in the vehicle at the end of the first level? And someone told me, and I don't, I can't even remember if I ever got past the second or third level in it because it was pretty hard, but yeah, I started with that. Uh, there are a few other games on the Mega Drive, but I didn't even know that you could buy games for it. I just, we got six that came with it and I thought that was it. (laughs) So yeah. Uh, then it was like Mario on DS, Super Mario Super Mario. Uh then I we had a Wii for a bit. But then I got I went around to my friend's house in like 2010, played Halo 3. And anyone watching who plays Halo 3 after give me because I've no idea what the map's called. But you know that one where it's sort of like a square and you can go around the outside and inside and like outside cool. outside of it you kind of look towards like a pelican or something. I'm not too sure. But yeah. basically, we, we just played that in Forge and put loads of fusion coils and tried to drive into them to make the biggest explosion. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, went round tears on Christmas again, 2010. And he got Halo Reach, and it was like ridiculously, uh, the Forge was like ridiculously better. And we just spent like all night making bases and like sniping each other across the map. And I was like, yeah, I want to get... And Xbox as well, so I got one, I think, March 2011 and just played from then on.
0: Wow, awesome. And uh, well, you're most known for the infection scene and for the work that you've done with your YouTube channel. Um, for those of you listening or watching that don't already know eagle Pre- precursors the definitely the got the most clout um for, for infection <laughs> on youtube it's got about uh 14.3k i think it is now um subscribers on youtube and did some really consistent quality content for infection for, for about five years in there as well um but when did that start so 2011 for yourself is when you went and got your own xbox 2010 was it and then when did you start getting into the content? Yeah,
1: so, um, well, I can talk about first how I got into infection in 2011. Mm. I was, you know, remember those old box TVs were like 16 inches and they were thick like this at yeah. the back. So we had one of them. And because I had Xbox Live and my friend didn't, he came around to mine and we played split screen and only had about this much room to see what we were doing. So I was like, when I got 20 kills, I was like, oh, I'm so good me. But... Then I managed to like a few years later, I think I got into Halo 4 in 2012 and then I quit for GCSE, which in the US, I don't know what it's called, but uh, yeah. So then in 2015, I came back and me and Fox started Risen Clan, which was what my channel used to be called. Mm. And then we, I started playing Infection a lot for some reason. I wanted to try and get high on the leaderboard and I started to get better at Halo Reach Infection and got to like I got a few decent gameplays, like 120 kills, 114 on some maps. Like, I, I was playing it so much, though, and I was, like, keeping track of, like, how, how long is it going to take for me to get to number 20 on the leaderboard or whatever. I was, like, I basically... There's a funny story that I failed the first year of A-levels because I played too much Halo Reach, so I had to <laughs> go to college. But it was probably for the best because Halo 5 came out in college. And I basically spent... uh most of the majority of that game when it first came out uh, racing to the max level so we played in 12-man teams all day every day and for the last few months it was like 12 to 16 hours every single day wow pretty ridiculous to think about now like i'd never do that again (laughs) but back back then it was sort of like it was sort of pressure like you didn't want to fall behind because there were even by like june uh, it was kind of hard to get a lobby of twelve people together to play. So we were all thinking like, "Oh, if we don't get it now, we're never gonna get it." I remember if you know Presselens, he's like got hundred million XP now on uh probably he's got another account that's like level one four nine. But I remember when we were playing together, he was like, he he was saying how much he had to play because he was he thought that if I he if I had got one fifty two two weeks before he did, he would never be able to get it because no one would play really so we, yeah so we Wait, were basically
0: this is, this is this is like what five five years ago now when halo 5 first came out and you guys just decided all right we're gonna to race to get to 150 yeah times. this was
1: like 2016 we were we were like dead set on the fact that we had to just get it as fast as physically possible and i was like six in the world to get it which is wow. uh, pretty yeah ridiculous as i said but that was basically what launched me i think off the start because I was able to get 152, which got quite a lot of views.
0: Yeah. And so, and the, sorry, I got a quick question, because I find that so interesting to someone who I'm not, I'm nowhere near, I'm not even halfway yet. I'm about 149 on like my main account, right? Um, yeah. what, how long did it take to get to 152? Uh,
1: it was the four, it was either the 4th or the 6th of August, 2016.
0: So like nine months. So, so nine months of playing like 12 hours a day maybe more on in the in the end there
1: yeah because we had wasn't we just had a 12-man team wasn't so we literally won every game in like four minutes at most like we just wow. ran through get to the core as fast as possible and it got really boring towards the end <laughs> but it was just like we were just stuck there getting xp and ended
0: up getting it but yeah well man that's a huge even not something i'd
1: do again yeah
0: so what we can't we can't count on the eagle precursor race to halo infinite max rank
1: probably not i'll just take my time together if it's even attainable if it's like halo mcc's rank then i'm not even gonna bother
0: yeah, yeah. I think that's it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like, it's good to have a max level that's, like, really kind of inconceivable to get to because you know someone's going to get there. But at the same time, when you get to that point where it's just, like, obscene, so many people are like, wow, I'm just going to... I'm not even going to really grind for it. Um, and I remember grinding for the max rank in Halo Reach, and all I was doing was playing multi-team um, the, the entire time. And that took, like, it took me that took so yeah. long. You know, But when I finally got there, I was stoked. Um, but and, and I've just recently said that I'm going to get to 152 while riding an exercise bike. So I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, uh, well,
1: good luck if you're only 149 because it's still, you've got a long way. It's, i got a long way.
0: Uh, I've got a long way. But uh, I think, you know, I keep encouraging all the people in Divine Mind to, to think about things that they can do that make them stand out and make themselves, you know, um, a little bit different from everybody else in in the scene right now and try and keep things interesting because you know like we we're talking about before we even started yeah. the you i think a lot of people um just don't even like halo at the moment and so if you're just putting halo content out um you know your audience isn't going to grow hugely before infinite comes out but if you think about things that you can do that really make you different can make you stand out sometimes you know maybe they're a little bit extraordinary um other people will appreciate that more than they would just watching gameplay you know so yeah
1: like um I- the main thing that set off my channel was 99 kills on malignant gameplay. But if you look at all, well, I, I've had a few screenshots of it, but if you looked at all the other videos around that, it wasn't as if they all got like 5,000 views as well. They only got like hundred, 200, 300 like that. So yeah, 99 kills was a very nice boost in terms of like my own being like, Oh, I can actually get this many views on a video. Like yeah. I could actually, you know, yeah my plan was always to come into halo 5 and try and make a youtube channel but when that happened i was like oh i can actually do it yeah but after yeah. that, it took a lot of like making in-depth tutorial videos really that helped the main part of the growth
0: yeah well, well give me the timeline of that so you got to 152 where was the youtube channel at in august so like if you say did you start the youtube channel pretty much at the start of halo 5
1: uh, no, the YouTube channel was Risen Clan that yeah. I changed, which was in Halo Reach 2015, and in Halo Five, I barely even uploaded to it at first, yeah, because um, was doing too much of the grinder with the people. Like I really should have streamed back then, but I don't think I even had a PC to do it. So, like, always think about hindsight, you could have done this, but I doubt it would have even been that entertaining. But yeah, in August, it wasn't. Oh no! It was May. It was May that was it. May I can't remember. Yeah, it was May that uh, I got ninety nine kills. So even though I had got that an infection, I still was playing Wazo mostly.
0: And so you got that ninety nine kills while it was still. What was the team name? Team Risen.
1: Uh, Risen Clan. But by okay. then I changed it to Triple Cap, which was the name of our Spartan company. Okay. And then and I it, changed it again to Eagle Precursor in like October.
0: Okay but so so when it so that was still at the start and that was the first kind of while it was the clan um that was when you hit the like you had your first video that kind of got more views and you went okay this is exciting i feel like i can keep doing this Mm,
1: yeah yeah Yeah. basically just that may one because on my graph it was like flat line and then it just went up like that and i was like oh that's Mm kind of cool
0: yeah, yeah, awesome. And then what was next after that was you said you made some tutorial videos and like where was that? So that that first jump went to what five thousand views from a few hundred to five thousand.
1: Mm, yeah, round about that video had like it got probably like thirty to forty thousand views quickly, and then the rest is just accumulated over time, like a few views every day, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But the main thing was that me and Spooks at the time were racing to try and get 100 kills in the infection because back then there was no real competition in terms of like, these days everyone tries really hard, but back then there wasn't much of that. So uh, we were just like, oh, who can get to 100 kills first? And we got beat. We got beat by who's now called Jerks, but back then was called Faulty Minds. Mm. And uh, that was a, a good opportunity for me to... Try and beat it again and be like, oh, look at me, I'm still like the best because I can beat it instantly. And I got really lucky because I did. I beat it in the weekend and got 121, which was the next high kill game that I got. And that got a lot of views on.
0: Yeah. And then
1: 2017 spent doing the strategy guides.
0: Well, that, that that was going to be the question I was going to ask because I have no knowledge on infection whatsoever. I've played it a few times. Um, it's actually going to be one of my goals for uh, the 152 grind. I thought I'd put a few goals like along the way to try and hit, and getting uh, a, an infection hub killionaire is one of them because I have I haven't got uh, an infection killionaire yet. Um, so yeah. that'd be that'd be kind of cool. But um, what do you think is like? When you were going through and setting these goals of like, okay, 100 kills in one game, that type of thing, what was the strategy behind it? Did you have like a map that you know it needed to be or was it, you know, just hoping for the right game, the right players? Uh, Yeah,
1: kind of. It was just like, but uh, yeah. So we basically just thought about the best maps we could get, how much time we would need to be last man for and if we could actually get it. And it really did take a while because we were on main accounts. And uh, most of the time you'd match like really good players. So you had to wait for that opportunity where it was a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And what was the feeling when you finally got it?
1: 1-2-1. One, one, uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I screamed after 1-2-1, one, one, <laughs> like yeah. a little bit. But they, um, it was in 2018 when In uh, Snuggly came into the game and he got 126 and 128 back to back. And this was when I still kind of cared about being the best player, I don't care anymore. But by then I kind of did. So I was like, oh, I gotta beat this again. And it was getting really hard to get records by that point. Yeah. But when I got 131 kills, which is now almost the most viewed video on my channel, I like screamed in, uh, I like screamed in like uh, excited rage like I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say what I actually said. But I was very, <laughs> I was basically like uh, angrily screaming towards Snuggly, like, "Oh yes, I beat you, get wrecked kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And my mic cut out at the end of the video and you can hear Spooks talking because my mic cut out because I'd thrown my mic off. <laughs> But because we kind of had a rivalry back then. But nowadays, like f- we're friends and
0: yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was, it
1: was funny back then to me.
0: But. Awesome. Well, I'm going to put that clip in here for everyone to watch because uh, at least the end of that video, is that something that we can access? Uh,
1: not not me screaming because my mic cut out, but you can hear when my mic did cut out and Spook yeah. started talking.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll try and put that in here for people to see the end of it when you hit that because I think that'd be a really cool thing, like cool reference for the content that you are putting out at the time as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I got my, my Halo 350 was at like 2 a.m in the morning i was downstairs i was still living at home with mom and dad and um I, it was such a hard thing to do in australia for just because i also didn't know many people that were 50s and you know like so it was a it was a really big deal for 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 me and like my friend group and when i finally did it, i did it on my main account which i learned to play halo on and um, I stood up and I threw my controller at the ground <laughs> and I just yelled at the top of my lungs and was just like, oh, I'm so, I'm like free. I don't have to do this anymore. And my dad came running down the stairs and so opened the door and he was like, I swear if you yell one more time, <laughs> the Xbox out. Yeah, and, I, like,
1: I had that as well. <laughs> I, I think like, I, I remember like I used to get really angry at Halo and it's the main reason I stopped playing now. But like in 20... Must have been 2014. I was getting so mad at it, and it was like 3 a.m. I screamed. I just remember my dad coming downstairs being like, What the hell are you just still doing? Up, off- get off, yeah. And then when I got 152, I screamed, which is that clip is available. And it was, he then later on, I went to dinner and he was like, I heard you screaming at the game. At least it was positive this time, <laughs>
0: yeah. At least but, it was an improvement. And yeah, a good thing to mention here as well, because um, the, the that's the one time I, I've smashed a control up, and um. And like it was it was definitely really satisfying. And I and I and I don't regret doing it at all. But in saying that, I think that one of the best things that you can do to become a better Halo player is to just get over that point of raging. I think rage really holds you back from being a good Halo player. Well, any good at anything, really. So like if you're a yeah. young kid, and if you're, if you're watching this and if you feel like you're constantly blaming lag and you're blaming other people for things and you're doing whatever and you get, you're getting yourself like hot under the collar and you're getting angry at the game, if you can focus on like reducing the amount of times that that happens, I promise you'll start playing better. Like being cool and calm. Collected, yeah, it's, and-
1: it is really hard to actually accept that you're the one who's bad a lot of the time. <laughs> and uh, I have a lot of evidence of that for me. So I'm not calling anyone out. Yeah.
0: No, it's it's true though as well. I remember that I literally had to start saying every time that I died that you died, like I died. You know what I mean? Like not being like, oh the lag, or oh this person doing something else, or you know that person is so bad because they're coming with a armor lock or a sword or whatever. <laughs> you know, and I had to start just being like, nope, that was you. you could have done something better. You know, you didn't have to stand there waiting for them to come out of armor lock. Could have walked away. You know, mm-hmm. or you, knew you had yeah. a sword. Why'd you run in? There? I didn't, you know. And as soon as those things start happening, I think you start getting much better at the game as well. But, um, okay, so you've done the YouTube stuff up until that point, you've had hit 152, hit number of world records um, and and highest kills and that type of thing. What's your like most proud achievement that you've done um, since you've been kind of playing Halo? Uh,
1: Probably, yeah, 152 and 131 kills. And um kind of when i'm not sure i'm because when contingency came out and everyone started smurfing to get records i did i did it as well but all of those gameplays didn't really feel that great in terms of like they were they were fun to hit sure but they didn't i didn't work like months and months to get them because when you when you go on a smurf you can get a gameplay basically for free because everyone's like bronze bronze level so you can get like 150 kills and it's like oh it's cool i guess but then if you get 130 on a main account where basically every game apart from that is against like the hardest people it feels like way more satisfying
0: yeah so for people who don't understand what is smurfing in infection
1: uh basically just creating a new account and uh because you're level one at first you match against like the uh lowest tier players and uh It used to work so that for a while it would stay that way, but they tried, I'm pretty sure they tried to patch it so that if you get like a 40 or 50 kill game your first game, you'll then start to match sweats. But somehow if you get like 80 or 90 kills your first game, you'll not, and you'll keep matching noobs, which makes no sense, but
0: that it is a
1: thing <laughs> it makes no sense but they probably have like a cap of like what they expect people to be able to hit in the first game and then people got over it and they, they didn't patch it but i, I don't yeah. know yeah yeah
0: and what, what's the what's the current world record for most kills in an infection game
1: uh, i think like 300 and so on contingency i i like i gave up on caring about the record scene a long time ago
0: yeah and is that because it's now majority are smurfs and they've got other people in the game with them helping them and that type of thing, or
1: just because it's all about um, perfect optimization now rather than just like I'm not sure it's it's hard to say, but like when when you're on a smurf because the game's uh, easy and you can get a high kill game, it's all about being perfect. So you get like the maximum amount of time, you don't miss a single shot, and for me that's not like what I want to do it's sort of like uh that reminds me of speed running where people have to get like everything for imperfect and it's like I'm not I don't want to go there I just want to get like something that's really good but not like perfect you know
0: yeah yeah and so part of the YouTube channel is putting out like infection montages and stuff of your own gameplay um how, how many montages do I can you put out
1: uh less than 10 yeah I made my final montage in twenty eighteen because I thought that Infinite would come out in twenty eighteen, and it didn't. And now I can't really make another one because that was the final montage. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> no, you definitely can. Make call it a resurgence or something and make another one.
1: But that was a really that was a really fun montage to edit. That one actually was supposed to be Eagle and Spooks' Dualtage number two, mm. but after a while, I just made it my own montage. And it took like a year to edit, mainly because the first mainly because i was just lazy and couldn't be bothered finishing it which is how i was to be honest in 2018 yeah but once i finally got it out it was pretty well received I. yeah and i really liked uh, making it
0: and what was so what's your favorite montage that you've released
1: and that one definitely eagle's legacy it's called
0: eagle's legacy awesome What what's the stand-up where are there clips in there that are just more special to you or
1: uh, yeah, the, the editing, the song and the clips were the main thing f- f- that made it for me. Yeah. And cause in 2018, I made a new account, a new, a new account where I try to get to like number one on the leaderboard with the best win, win rate possible. Yeah. I have about 4,000, something like 4,000 games on that account with an 83% win rate. Wow. I think it's gone down a bit now, but that was like the best win rate out of everyone Yeah. by miles. So I showed off that in the montage a little bit and uh, then I got a really good clip on that account where I like went out of bounds and hit like five headshots in a row just by like going from each side and it was like pretty cool.
0: Yeah, awesome. Is that something that we can put in here as well? For people to see? Oh uh, Yeah, yeah. I awesome, wasn't man. I want to do that because the amount of awesome content you've got, it'd be great to show people a little bit <laughs> here and there and then encourage them to jump over and actually watch all of the videos in full as well. Um, but that's cool so yeah, so we've got world records we've got awesome awesome montages you've got uh your race to 152 is there any other achievements that you've you've you want to share? Uh, I have to I'd
1: have to kind of think but um in terms of like actual achievements probably not that much but in terms of good content that I liked to make and was really proud of the strategy guides mostly yeah. and like uh infection challenges actually did pretty decently as well even though they weren't they were that wasn't really the type of content i was intending necessarily to go into they did they did pretty well i thought
0: and so obviously you've worked pretty closely with the guys at infection hub as well um what's your history with infection hub
1: uh used to own it with with fox nami and then uh we gave up on it and then Kalel took it back over and then i decided to leave it because I had like real life obligations with my job so I didn't want to really be involved
0: yeah and And, are you you happy with the stuff that they've done with it since you parted ways with it
1: yeah I I think they've done like really good to be honest I wasn't expecting them to actually get this far this quick because Halo 5 isn't that enjoyable to watch in my own opinion but it's got quite a lot of support like the infection tournaments have got a lot of support
0: yeah, definitely. Do you think there's anything that they could be doing better, or is there anything you'd like to see more of from them?
1: Uh, I would just say I think, like, the only thing that I would really suggest yeah, for tournaments, at least, is sort of try new type, new, like, metas, maybe, like, new new maps or, like, new styles of gameplay, like, uh, duos or something like that, but or, like, a different scoring system, maybe, or something, but I know it's Probably hard to set that up and actually make people want to play it. So, but yeah, I think the content wise is pretty good and they'll figure out like a good roadmap of where to go next.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, where are you at now in thoughts of your content creation? Are you streaming? Are you still wanting to put stuff out on YouTube? Are you just kind of playing the game, waiting for infinite? Like, where are you at?
1: I'm uh, kind of taking a break right now, to be fair. I don't want to put out, I don't want to really. It's hard to say. Like, I, I technically could try really hard to make loads of content right now, but I don't think it'd be worth my time. So I'm gonna wait until maybe July, August, to really like to ramp up again just before Infinite comes out. So then I can go into Infinite and be like, here we are. Yeah. But but right now I'm sort of on a break. Just posting one video a month or so just to keep, just to keep the video coming up yeah
0: excellent and so have you got a plan for when june july rocks around are you going to go back to doing like tutorial style stuff do you want to do more montagey what what are you you going to lean into
1: uh probably a few tutorial videos as well as um i'm not sure just kind of i need to just think of some new ideas really and that's very very difficult on a hill five (laughs) so uh yeah
0: yeah well that'll be I think that I think it's good to try and think of new ideas. One of the easy things I think you could do as well is uh, you should try and, if you wanted to, I can help you do it as well. Uh, get some of the like the HCS players or people that are competitive or the streamers or whatever, and try and do get like an infection challenge going with them. Hmm. Yeah, that could be some good content, maybe.
1: I have some really good uh, infection challenge videos with raging. Uh, he's on Quench Gaming. We we did a hundred kill race together and. We did, we did two, one for each channel. And then the first one we did for his, I got destroyed. And uh, I was really annoyed about yeah. it. But yeah. in the one we did for mine, I like destroyed him. So it was sort of like a, I got backy kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And that
1: video did really well.
0: Yeah, awesome. So, okay. That's, so you got a bit of a plan that you're going to start putting out some more content leading into to Infinite. What are you going to be doing to prepare for Infinite? Do you think you play more Halo 5, more MCC? What do you think is the game to kind of play more of leading into it?
1: uh not really sure we gotta see more gameplay really but pr- i'd probably like to avoid playing too much halo 5 before infinite comes out yeah guess
0: you want to come in fresh
1: yeah i'd like to like actually want to play i think if i played halo 5 non-stop for a month before infinite came out i'd be so exhausted that i wouldn't even want to play infinite yeah so, fair enough. yeah i might just play reach and on mcc
0: and so is reach get, your favorite halo
1: on mcc yeah i pro- I guess i hail five will, will be overall but reach is definitely up there in terms of like these days reach will be better for me
0: yeah awesome okay and coming into infinite what do you want to see the game play- like what do you want it to be like do you are you you know no sprint do you, you do want there to be sprint what type of stuff do you want to see in infinite
1: i want to see what then Halo 5 when Warzone came out it was completely like a brand new thing like I've never seen anything like it before so that was basically what I want for Infinite as well like something completely brand new because I would like to play Infection on it but not completely, I'd rather there'd be something brand new
0: that I could play in intro. Yeah, so maybe something like a Warzone or do you want something more like a Battle Royale kind of thing or
1: mm, I don't like Battle Royale anymore Yeah if, I think the best thing for me would be a sort of game type that's so big that it wouldn't it can't snowball, and that because Warzone, when, when you played uh, if you were playing a game of Warzone on your own and everyone's on their own, it can still kind of snowball, but it was really fun and you could go for like high kill games. But then if you were against like a team of 12 and you're on your own, you're gonna get destroyed. Yeah. So I'd like to see like a really big version of the game, like 32 player teams, maybe, but you can never search in a 32 team, so you could have like even if a twelve man was in there, they wouldn't necessarily be able to like completely control it.
0: I see what you're saying, yeah. And it'd Absolutely. just be so
1: big and fun that you could just like do your own thing, get loads of kills, and maybe fight AI and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I love the idea of that as well. I think I think you know that open world kind of concept where you can maybe there's like uh, zones that you can go to that there's no co- like no combat zones, um, and like maybe that's where you can do it's it's never going to happen with halo i don't think but like we could actually level up your weapon you could add things to it and then you could head back out into the battlefield you know continue fighting people fighting ai controlling objectives you know same kind of thing like maybe having a faction and factions control certain or areas of the map yeah i I think that type of stuff would be really cool but you know is it is it realistic that halo is going to do something like that
1: i don't necessarily think that I think there's been a few leaked ideas, but I don't necessarily think they'll do anything like incredibly huge just because it has to run an Xbox One as well. Yeah. Which is yeah. stupid, I think, but hey.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've got a brand new console, but I mean, the, the rate that it's getting out there, still half the population is not going to even have an Xbox, uh, a brand oh, new yeah. Xbox by the time that... I don't
1: have a... I was supposed to... I wanted to buy a PC, but they don't have the graphics cards yet
0: yeah yeah well hopefully i'm gonna have a gaming pc by then as well but i've got my brand new xbox sitting right there and uh the difference that it made for Halo of five was incredible like a huge the game is completely different playing on on the brand new xbox compared to the xbox ones or whatever so um
1: yeah that's kind of crazy because uh i'm not i'm not gonna get an xbox series x but i've heard that it's really good
0: yeah it's made a really big difference i'm looking into trying to try and get one for one of our players, um but it's just been so hard because there's absolutely no stock. And the second that there's stock, it's gone again. um Yeah, <laughs> just, instantly out. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand. How I, um, I can't
1: even be bothered keeping up with stock for graphics cards because I know I'll just be gone.
0: I'm just gonna work There's so much demand, which is so crazy. um So okay, the other thing I wanted to really have a chat with you about is, you've got new kids coming in that want to start creating content, doing stuff like what you've done. What is your suggestion for them? Like, what would you suggest they do to start uh, their YouTube channel or get their content out there so that they can grow to the, you know, the point that you're at? Uh, Just don't
1: um, just try, try, uh, try good ideas. Uh, don't stick to the same thing, but also be positive in the community. Don't like be like, don't trash talk on other people or don't like, try and proclaim that you're better than other people. Just like, be neutral and make good content. And over time you'll grow.
0: Yeah, and, you so, and so what's what's the key though? Were you doing anything special? Um, or would you just, you know, like linking it to people, sending it, posting it into other places? You know, was anything like that? Or is it just a matter of staying fairly consistent, hoping that the content you're putting out is really quality and then like with your malignant gameplay or whatever it was, the 99 kills, um, You know, did you do anything different for that? was that something that just went out? Obviously the people that sort loved it, shared it, and then it just blew up.
1: Yeah, that that was sort of like a a edge case. I didn't really know too much about YouTube at that point, but of course I'm not a massive YouTuber right now, but I think the best thing to aim for is not having a viral video straight away because you need an audience. You You want to build up an audience over time. And then when you have an audience, your viral video is going to be way bigger than it ever could have been before. And the chance of you having more in the future is higher as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so a good, that's a kind of a good way of looking at it. So, you'd suggest to people just to be putting out content, building their audience, and kind of sharing it with people that they think are going to get value out of what they're watching um, and let it kind of compile over time. And then the right video at the right time will get the right views and, and it should snowball. Is that what you reckon?
1: Yeah, and you have to be unique as well, like, for Halo 5 at least, gameplays work for me off the bat, but and they still kind of work because I have that audience in place, but Halo 5 gameplays now don't work because everyone's already seen it like a million times, so you need to be unique with content that you make
0: yeah so a little bit a little bit different you know maybe interviewing really important people through the community or something <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and the thing is as well like uh the more unique content that you make the more it actually drives people to you because they're like oh there's something I, this is something i haven't seen before i want to see more from this guy
0: yeah of course well i mean that was that was the thing that i found when i was talking to the infection hub guys um you know i just kept hearing your name And that's why I was like, okay, I've got to talk to this guy because he seems to be like (laughs) the center of infection for for like globally. Um, Everything seems like kind of stems from what you've done with your YouTube channel. And you've been a really big part in obviously creating the community as well, you know. So um, how did that kind of happen? Was it just from, you know, encouraging more people to play in custom games or like how did it get to the point where it's at now?
1: Uh, you mean like the com- the uh, custom community in Tornis? Yeah, inf- or the infection community. Just in, uh, overall in general. Uh, in general, probably just because uh, I was, I think it was just because a lot of people considered me the best player for a bit. And that, uh, that as well as a YouTube channel was able to drive a bit of community off the, off the start.
0: Yeah. And then so again, it's just building it over time.
1: Yeah, pretty much. These, day- these days a lot. I think a lot more people are involved because of the custom games that people play, so they get to interact with each other a lot more, which is good.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I think that's all fantastic. Is there you know, anything that you want to specifically see with Infection in Halo uh, in Infinite?
1: I just like it to be um, more, more casual. I, well, it, it's hard to say because I do like to watch the infection tournaments, but I don't want to be a part of them myself really, because uh, that's, they are fun. And I can, if I wanted to, I could probably do decent in them. But for me, it's all about a casual experience. Like, yeah, getting high kills is kind of like, not that casual, (laughs) but overall it's like, just a casual experience. Just, I just want to play and have fun. And if I get an opportunity, just try and get like a decently high score. But most of the time I just want to relax and play. And a lot, a lot of the community now is hyper focused on being like the best possible. And yeah, I, I kind of did as well, but not too much anymore. I think it's gone too, sort of gone too far, maybe. But yeah, at the same time, it's it's like the community is still alive, so that's a, a positive thing.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I saw a post the other day. I think it was on Twitter that was saying. Um, you know, th- there was a point where we switched from, um, you know, like when, when I was younger, I see a 50 or I'd see someone that was the max ranking Call of Duty, you know, or I'd see something like that. And I'd be like, wow, that person is a hectic, you know, and I'd be trying to like add them, get them on my friends list. I wanted to play with them, right? Whereas now the views kind of switched and people look at those, those players as, you know, go and take a shower, go outside, get some sunlight, you know, and it's, and it's <laughs> yeah, almost become is... a negative thing. Um Yeah, I... Uh... I think it was a lot but ba- like that
1: back then as well, though. I think social media has kind of increased the level of visibility of people being toxic like that, but yeah. it was definitely like that back in the day. But yeah, I see what you mean. A lot of people do, well, if you're like really good or play a lot, they'll just consider you like that you've wasted a lot of time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Where well, I think, you know, um, I think if you really want to take this type of thing seriously, it can be something that turns into, you know, even if it's not going to be a main career, it can be something that can be a side income for you. You know, it can be a really productive hobby where you're actually creating something like a brand around yourself or something that you're passionate about. And I think everyone should be able to do that at some point, you know, it gives you a little bit more passion, a little bit more purpose for what you're living for rather than just getting out and going to work every day or that type of thing. Um, Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Halo Infinite coming out for that. I want to see who are the new people going to be? Where's that content going to come from? What's it going to look like? you know um, yeah, and, and, um i'm excited
1: to watch new 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 stuff from infinite i just want, really want to see what a game's like and if it's good
0: yeah yeah well i mean it, it has to be really like doesn't it because if it's <laughs> yeah. not uh what's gonna happen it's just no one's gonna play it everyone's gonna it's gonna have a, a huge shitstorm of complaints and everything for a while um population will completely die off and then it'll be the final straw you know, like, Halo fans will, will, will just won't be the same, you know, if they get let down with Halo Infinite. Um, so it just has to be good. There's no other way for it to to be, you know? so
1: I think it will be good. It's just the question of if it's, like, it has... I want it to be, like, a Halo 3 in terms of how good it is, even though I don't like Halo 3 that much, but, I know you it's know, I get a lot of hate for that. <laughs> but when Halo 3 came out, it was the best game, like, out there and it was so big and like it was just like the the biggest thing and that's kind of what infinite should be or should aim for I think
0: yeah I'd love to see that yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see because we can't tell the future. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have any foresight into what they're doing, creating the game. Um, I watched, uh, I watch and I read the blogs as much as I can to kind of get an understanding of stuff that um, they're talking about. And it sounds like they've got you know, laser focus on some really small issues and how they're going to fix those things and make sure that they're really on top of them for when the game comes out. Um, And it sounds like they've got a really good idea of wanting to continually update and upgrade the game with new features and making sure that, you know, the metas are changing and and that type of thing. So that all sounds super positive, you know? Um, Halo 5 didn't really seem, you know, to have that same kind of energy, you know, around it before the game came out, you know?
1: Yeah, Halo 5 was sort of... They they tried a, a little bit off the start, but they kind of let it die, I think. They didn't yeah. really update it enough, or put enough yeah. love into
0: it. Yeah, for sure, I agree. And so, for yourself, man, um, you know, where can people find you? Are they? Do you want me to just be? Do you want people directed to you, YouTube, to you, Twitter? Where's the best place for people to see what you're doing and, and get in contact with you? Mm,
1: just YouTube, really. Uh, on my my Instagram, I kind of changed to a more personal Instagram, so I don't really post much to it. So mainly YouTube, and I suppose you can follow me on Twitter, but I don't really use it. And <laughs> Twitch as well, but I'm not using that that much at the moment. I'm, I'm going to get into that more in, in later in the year.
0: Excellent. Well, guys, everyone watching this, I'm going to leave all of Jordan's links down below. So if you want to find him on YouTube, which I highly recommend looking through his content, especially if you like the infection style gameplay, uh, follow him on Twitch, just so you can be prepared for when he is going live. I think it'd be awesome to watch someone as talented as him uh, and, you know, someone that's got the ambition and dedication to grind a 152 in nine months. I think that type of that type of game is someone definitely you want to be watching on Twitch. Uh, and then we'll put the links down there to Twitter as well. You know, being a part of the conversation on Twitter so super important um, and yeah it'll just be a good way to kind of help everyone get a little bit more connected so um, i'll leave all of the links to that down below um, i've got a few questions that i love to finish off with just with everybody um, but was there anything else you wanted to talk about before i ask you those uh
1: um no i don't think so
0: no excellent. i think we covered a lot and
1: uh, pretty much covered up and i think uh it if we've missed anything, spooks will let us know afterwards. He'll be like, How the heck did you forget that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I said the same thing to everyone, all the guys I've spoken to, but more specifically to the guys at Infection Hub. We're going to have a conversation again just before Halo Infinite releases. And I'd love to do the same thing with you. Just get, you know, once we've got more information on the game, we know what's going to happen, have a quick little chat again closer to it and just get thoughts, preparation, what's going to happen, what your plan is, um, and then do it again like six months into Halo Infinite and just see track everyone's journey you know see where everyone that's really dedicated kind of goes in that in that you know in the next year or so um Mm -hmm. i think that'd be really exciting don't you
1: yeah yeah i mean there's a lot there's a lot that could happen in infinite and a lot that couldn't so it'd be nice to kind of speculate on what could happen yeah and what plans up
0: yeah, so, I mean, we've, we've had this chat and then uh, I'll reach out when we get closer and, and once we've got more inf- information on the game and we'll have another conversation about it. And I'm sure if Spooks tells us that we missed something, uh, <laughs> we'll be able to bring it up then as well and make sure that we get it covered in there as well. Um, the questions that I, I kind of ask at the end, right? So um, you can take a little bit of time to think about this one is um, what is like a dream reality or a dream version of Jordan look like? you know, so if you went to five, 10 years in the future from now, um, you know, are you someone, do you want to work out more? Do you want to eat better? Do you want to, you know, travel more do you want to have a really nice house do you want to have a you know a wife and kids do you want to be doing the content creation stuff full time do you want to be starting a non-for-profit charity and supporting something you know like have you got some big dreams or aspirations for what the perfect uh, uh, yeah know? so
1: th- this is uh this is uh, I-, I will talk about this but this is just where i want to say that thing that i was talking about but it's not necessarily a great idea to share dreams and aspirations that you might not be able to achieve but let's go for it anyway i want to move to new york i want to live in new york city and currently just live in england uh i want to move there and become a software developer and uh probably live in probably live in manhattan and that's a pretty big dream but wow i think it's possible
0: yeah
1: and apart from that i'd love as well i'd love to mainly be a software developer and then on the side stream halo infinite and it just as like a hobby rather than as my career yeah
0: man that's that's fantastic i'm in
1: uh sorry in the future i want to obviously live there but i want to travel a lot as well so i want to obviously explore america a lot more than i have done uh some place in europe to uh, go to and uh i'm there's some other places i'm not too sure I, i actually do want to go to new zealand and australia but they're so far away that I doubt I'd ever really do it but maybe if I got like really rich or really lucky
0: <laughs> well man when I'm back there uh, you've got me and you've got Fred he's the other owner of Divine Mind we'll show you around if you ever want to come and, and do a little bit of a trip through Australia I live on the Sunshine Coast is the most beautiful place that you can go in Australia and I'll take you for a little bit of a uh, up and down yeah. trip <laughs> I'm not
1: sure really about the geography of it but I know it's massive
0: yeah i mean australia, a lot of people get surprised when they go to australia at how much there is there and and you know our coastline is absolutely beautiful but the, the, what i was gonna ask you is what why new york uh what kind of drives you want to go and live and, and work there uh
1: because i went there and realized this was the place i wanted to live that's basically it you know
0: yeah was it, it is, of the, uh, the hustle and bustle of it the, at-
1: or? the atmosphere really yeah Just when you go there for the first time, it's ridiculous. It's just like completely, it's nothing like anything that I ever imagined. Like I knew it was, I've seen pictures of obviously before then. So I was like, oh yeah, it's like a big place or whatever. But in my city in England, it was one of the big, bigger cities, but it's not like London obviously is the biggest. And then all the others are kind of like medium-sized. But we still have like almost a million people in the city I live in. Yeah, if you go to the city center and drive five miles north, you're in the countryside. But yeah. if you're in Manhattan and you're in the like South Bank or whatever, I'm not exactly sure what it, what the yeah. right name is. But if you're there and you go five miles north, you're still in the city. Yeah, yeah which exactly. is like how how is that impossible?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic.
1: It's just like yeah, it's it's just so massive and uh, yeah not really too, too, too much but i just would really it'd be so exciting yeah
0: man for sure well i was really i was really intrigued by that because there's a lot of really successful people that say uh one of the things that you should do in your lifetime is live in new york um and and that's just because you're around lots of people that are very similar minded a lot of driven people that want to be successful that want to be you know that are chasing passions and and really following it um and it's just high energy. And, and like you said, you know, you kind of really yeah, are yeah. forced to be a part of it all. So I think that's that's, that's an awesome, um, you've got an awesome vision. So, you know, I'm going to check in on that, see how it's going. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think as well, I always have London as a fallback if, uh, if it doesn't work out. Yeah. And I'd be fine with in it London as well.
0: Yeah, I, I, I lived in London for like, what was it, about four months, um, a few years ago. And uh, yeah, super interesting. It wasn't for me. I, I found London a bit monotonous. You know, it was everyone kind of gets up, gets on the tube, goes to work, yeah, mm, yeah, trip, yeah. <laughs> goes home. You know, um, but I was really lucky. Our whole time I was there was really great weather, so it wasn't like you know cold and overcast or anything the whole time. So <laughs> I, not
1: like it is now. It's freezing right now where I am. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Um, and the last question that I love to ask is just: Who would be someone that you want on the show? Who on the podcast? Sorry, is there someone that you can think of? Doesn't have to be necessarily in the Halo scene. It could be esports. Um, anyone that you think would add value to the audience? Um, who do you think would be a good person for us to reach out and talk to?
1: This is a hard one because I I can't say infection as there are already <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, a
0: few under the bus after we finish talking so
1: (laughs) yeah well this is a i'm not actually sure that's bad isn't it i'm not sure about it because i I like i really haven't i haven't watched much halo content in so long Mm. i really mainly watch like uh finance videos and travel videos at this point yeah so probably ask me in six months the same question and i'll have an answer
0: Excellent. Well, you've got time to think about it, but, uh, you know, we can reach out to anybody. So if you, if you take a little bit of time and you, and you come up with an answer, just let me know and I'll reach out to them. And at the beginning, I'll say we didn't have an answer at the end of, uh, um, Eagle precursors video, but this is the guest that he wanted on. So, um, yeah. it helps to keep it flowing. And, and I, the whole reason I do that is I want to see what direction the podcast ends up in, you know, cause like right now we're hitting, we're, we're in like four or five different directions. We've got lots of people that are involved with, uh, the Toronto Ultra and Toronto Defiant teams that we're talking to. We've got lots of people from obviously the infection now community. We've got people that are a part of like the, um, actually I probably can't say that yet, but a lot of people that are involved (laughs) in lots of different elements that I've been talking with on the podcast and it just keeps it really interesting. So if you think of anybody that, uh, you know, maybe they're not even the biggest part in in the Halo scene or anything, then uh, we'll jump in and we'll talk to them as well. But uh, Jordan, thank you so much for your time, man. It was awesome to get to hear about all the stuff that you've achieved uh, while you've been playing uh halo and uh great to yeah. get a little bit into your youtube channel Thank as you. well and, and um, uh, yeah. thanks for having
1: me on as well
0: Oh man, it was it was absolutely my pleasure. So guys, thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it and got something out of it as well. Obviously, the idea is to make sure that we're bringing you guys as much value as we can. Hopefully get you motivated to start creating some of your own content. If you want to reach out to Divine Mind or to myself, which is Liam Hadrisney-Keneally, I'll leave links to all of our stuff down in the description to the video. Um, but Jordan's will be first. So make sure you go check him out and uh, help support him coming into Infinite. Um, but thank you so much. and I'll see you guys on the next episode of the podcast.